Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. Some say that there are verses in Scripture that say before the beginning of the world that God chose certain people to receive his gift of salvation and chose certain people not to. They point to verses like Ephesians 1.11 that says we were chosen from the beginning to be his. Others say that God knew who would and could not be saved, but he did not specifically choose some and condemn others. They point to verses like 2 Peter 3.9 where God says he is not willing that any should perish. So what is clear is that God's purpose for man was not an afterthought. It was settled before the foundation of the world. Mankind is to serve and glorify God. God has always known who would and would not be saved. The sovereignty of God should be a reason for rejoicing and confidence, not puzzlement or doubt. But one thing is for sure, God loved us all and died for us all. Chapter 8 of the book of Romans, verse 30, is where we begin today. And that passage says, Whom he, that is God, predestined, those he also called. Whom he called, those he also justified. Whom he justified, those he also glorified. Now, mankind still fails to grasp the full ramifications of this doctrine of predestination and usually just serves as a a point of of argument and division uh, within the greater church. But we can, out of this passage and this concept, still gather the attributes of God's methodology and that sheds a lot of light on his grand plan. If predestination meant that God designated some and excluded others as some claim, then why would he, according to this verse, also call us to this ministry. I mean, doesn't the very nature of calling denote that that possibility, that option to not answer that call? So clearly we're involved in all this, aren't we? Now God indeed sees and knows the future. We therefore must find it an impossibility that God would not know who is coming and who is not, despite the rather uncomfortable Um, aspect that that might make us feel like or the questions that would arise in our heart and minds because of such a truth. What we do know with this factual information is I guess what becomes rather dangerous and confusing. Because you see immediately we read a passage like this and we tend to extrapolate then beyond what the passage says. We extrapolate with our human minds and not deity plans, and let's face it, that never works, does it? Isaiah 55, 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways, says Yahweh. Now, in light of the whole of Scripture, extreme Calvinist methods of scriptural interpretation on this matter always runs afoul, and we need to bring that up today. For to stand on the belief that this passage somehow means that God is the sole player and that he chooses some and damns others, well, that would simply negate vast segments of Scripture, not, not to mention change the entire nature of God as we understand him. There are a plethora of passages that call man to choose, to spread the gospel. 
like even the call of missions, etc. So make note here, to know is not the same thing as to mandate. God acts in knowledge for sure, but that doesn't make us come or not come because clearly scripture teaches the principle of free will. However, interpreting scripture in light of scripture, we can find that God did indeed see it all in advance. He therefore moved in that evidence and he called for our participation, which therefore obviously plays into that final outcome. So he sees the end and now calls us to come. John 6.44 says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. So indeed, God is intimately involved with each one of our salvations, not just on the cross corporately, but personally in the hearts and lives of those who will come. And when we answer that call, God responds by declaring us justified, positionally free of judicial guilt and rendering us free of punishment, or rather the pending punishment, and we are rendered free through God's grace. Now that we have been declared justified, we can look forward to the final day, that final step, which is our glorification. That's the completion of our spirits and bodies. That's graduation day. Now the journey has begun for us who are born again, and we will be completed on the other side. Scripture says, whosoever will may come. So the elect are the whosoever will, and the non-elect are then the whosoever won't. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.